How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AFTV podcast, the show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labah. And I am Tim Wagner. Tim, I hope that our sound game is on today because I got myself a new mic and you can check that out on Twitter. If you want to come follow us at realaf.tv on Twitter because I posted about it and they actually got back to me. Good old Sure Mike's here just was like, hey, hope you like it. I'm like, well, fuck yeah. You got a sweet social team. Good for you. Yeah. It's always cool to see when they got the good social teams and shit, man. It's exciting Mm -hmm. when somebody gets back to you. It is for real. It really is. Especially when it's like just a influencer. Like a... If anybody out there is familiar with Weston Smith, he is like just a fishing guy. Mm-hmm. He like does kayaks and stuff. He's he just posted the other day. I think he's up to ninety three thousand followers. And That's the other nice. day he posted a photo on his story where he works out a lot too. So it was like Are you talking about on the IG. I'm, yeah, I yeah. It. You yeah, 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 yeah. On the Instagram, and he was posting. Um, just a photo of like all the stuff he eats in the morning and his cup was like broken on the bottom and it was crooked. Mm-hmm. And I commented on it. I just go, bro, your crooked cup is giving me anxiety. And then he just hits me back with dude, they're all broken. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like dude's got 93,000 followers and he's still just like, yeah, dude, I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> I don't know. I got these broken cups. I got <laughs> broken cups, dude. <laughs> nice yeah Yeah. i've actually been on twitter with following a lot of the lot of fishing pros and talked to a couple of them had those little back and forth like that it's it's really fucking cool when someone just goes yeah cool or even Mm -hmm. just to get the like back from your comment on their post it's like oh shit man Uh, you feel like they're unaccessible people just because they're on tv casting a rod and to the weeds of tennessee right right yeah and then they just go like yeah i don't know it's it snowed here in virginia it's a little early yeah you're like whoa right yeah didn't see that shit coming yeah well tim we got ourselves quite an episode this is a sort of episode this is like a an ice house kind of episode a fishing shanty kind of episode if i may say so myself all Uh, right it's a grab your beer Oh, I got, um, I'm drinking uh, whiskey and Sprite tonight, so let's see if we can, oh, did that, you hear something? Oh yeah, that freaked out, that sounded good, of... so sorry right. if you're listening to this in the morning and you're not in your ice shanty, um, here in the northern hemisphere of the world, it is winter, and it's frozen, yeah. it's, it's Minnesota, ice. and we're frozen, ice, it's, it's icy. Yeah. I, not like super thick ice because we've had an unseasonably mm-hmm. warm. Like I don't know if you guys know what Minnesota's like. If you're not listening from here, but uh, it has been like in the 30s, and it's mid January, and that's kind of not normal. Normally it's warm. like 15, yeah. 20 degrees, and mm-hmm. the ice just keeps getting thicker and thicker. But it's been. Uh, hovering right around like freezing. So the ice is getting thicker, but it's still not to the point where people are driving on it really. It it, it depends on what part of the state you're at. But right. um, I want to say it's like, uh, what was it? Um, 
I can't uh, remember. You have to look it up. It's like four inches for oh, a person and like oh, yeah. six inches I got for an ATV, eight inches yeah, for a yeah. car. Just go follow us on Twitter because I follow the DNR and they post that shit. And I definitely retweet all that safety stuff like that because yeah, hey, yeah. we're in ice fishing season. So that's what we're going to get into here. We're going to talk about our ice fishing past, which I think we've already alluded to is not very extensive not <laughs> so uh, we will we're gonna work on trying to get some guests here that guests on the podcast here that can actually talk a little bit in depth teach us some stuff but also hopefully teach you the listener uh random take the part two of the podcast we are going to talk about nintendo switch because man nintendo switch is always hot as shit always in the news it's the fucking craziest selling system of all time and so i feel like getting nerdy because you just got one for christmas you got Shit. fucking hooked up dude. yeah dude mm-hmm. i did yeah. very yeah, very happy about it hell yeah so we'll do that in part two but let's talk about our ice fishing past and I already like that you started talking about cars and stuff like that because that's always one of the things I hear. And please, if you're outside of the ice fishing area of the world, please come interact with us and talk to us about the weird things that you've heard about us doing up here. And we will more than likely confirm that that's a real thing, even though we don't do this on yeah. a very regular basis because there's some crazy shit that goes on out on the ice. and right away the car driving thing i think people always freak out about that they always are like what what do you mean you're driving out there because 90 percent of the time it's a full-size pickup oh that dude. you take out onto the water am yeah. i right no, yeah full-size pickup well because most of the lakes there's nothing plowed so mm -hmm. you have uh you know you're driving full-size pickups because you want four-wheel drive because you don't want to get stuck in the middle of the lake um but they I have mean, the snow still like, piles up yeah so you right. gotta have something yeah you want something with clearance but you on don't the, like to take out your right on, yeah exactly on on the bigger lakes though they actually do bring plow trucks out there i think that's something around like 14 inches of ice you gotta have for like a bigger plow truck but they'll drive plow trucks out and plow roads so you can drive on the ice that's actually one of my first memories. I was going to say that. I love the segue you just set me up for because I grew up on Lake Waconia, essentially, and that's a big lake um, down here in the southern part of the state. It's actually the second biggest lake next to Lake Minnetonka, and we went ice fishing one day. Me, my dad, one of his friends. This is like my earliest ice fishing memory ever. It must have been six, maybe seven. I, okay. I don't know why I remember it, but I think the reason why I remember it is because we all piled into his single cab truck. Yeah. I'm sitting in the middle. We lived right next to a boat launch. And when we went down to um, the the ice, we went off the boat launch. Like that's literally how we got onto the ice. It was just go to the boat launch and drive straight onto the water. Yep. And I remember the full size and i don't know if they do this anymore there's probably like insurance that stops this now but man this was the early 90s and they were running the full size city plows yeah on dude. the ice to make uh -huh. roads and i was so fucking blown away it was just one of the coolest things and i think that's why it really stuck with me 
yeah, it's that's pretty crazy to see. Like when the ice is thick enough that you can see those things are gigantic. I don't know if you've ever been close. Like it's a, that's a fucking dump truck. It's literally a dump truck with a, yeah. a, a piece of curved metal on the front. I mean, they're it, and how heavy is that plow? On top of like, yeah, the fact that this is a dump truck. Am I right? Oh, and the dump. Don't forget, yeah. these are full dump trucks because they're full of salt and ice mix in the back. Even when they're out on the ice, I mean, I'm sure they are, because why would you empty it just to go out there? But think about all that right. weight. It, it's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, and that's just a testament of how strong ice is once it gets thick enough. Like right. you don't have to worry about stuff falling through. Plus yeah, steady I'm, shit. Like if it falls through, they're just like, yeah, it looks like we're getting a new snowplow. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if that's really how it works, but you know, you're I, not as not nervous, funny. right? Not as nervous as bringing your own truck out there. Cause I don't, that's one thing I've always wondered and never got clarification on is like, if my truck goes through the ice, am I covered under insurance? Almost never. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yep. Almost never. So you have to really be good at the ice, which is another reason why I follow the DNR and stuff like that is to like refresh the memory because hopefully we will be doing me and you will both be doing ice fishing just also individually. Like I would like to go ice fishing more. Oh, we're going to get out there more. I just bought a hub shelter. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah from Omnia Fishing. Shout out to Omnia Fishing. What up, Omnia? Yeah. And, Hell uh, yeah, dude. So yeah. you got that? Like you went and picked it up already? Like it's in the back of the truck or what? What? Tell it's, me more. It's in the house. Um, it is a, uh, the the shelter itself is a Frable Fortress. And uh, dude, I don't know how the fuck they measure it, but it feel like it feels like there's so much more space in there than what it says it is uh in inches it is 80 by 80 by 80 so it's 80 inches tall 80 inches and then wide oh you know okay like the the dimensions so it's 80 it's like an 80 it's a rectangle 80 and then vertically it's 82 yes no it's a square it's 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 a square 80 on the floor and then an 80 tall yeah and it's And the the fortress has like uh it's a brand new thing from Frable where they have like an extra rod that kicks out. So normally it used to be like you have the four points to make a square, and this has eight points to technically oh. make an octagon. And it has like I can't remember what it is, it's it's like 69 square feet of fishable area or something like when i opened it up it was fucking huge no way it says it's a three-person thing and i've i bet we could easily fish four people in there yeah i think so yeah i'm pretty pumped on it we'll go get our covid tests and then jump in the house um (laughs) yeah and then tomorrow uh we're probably going to cabela's um just haven't done anything for a while and going to bring my son is two and a half and they have like the African animal exhibit thing and some of the, like the stuffed animals there. And then mm-hmm. they have the, the aquarium and he should be hyped on that. And I'm going to get a, um, 
a bag for the electronics. Like if you had a flasher, uh, which is a depth finder for ice fishing, mm-hmm. um, you would put that in a bag. A lot of them come with a bag, but I have my regular depth finder to use in the summertime. Okay. Um, and I was looking into like an ice kit for it and it's stupid how much money you have to pay for that. Cause I can buy a battery and I can buy a transducer and then I'll just buy the bag separately and I can save money that way. So nice. yeah, nice. I'm going to get that bag and I'm going to set it up. So I'll have, I'll have the electronic part of it. Cause the, the other nice thing is that my, uh, summertime electronics i have a lake map chip with a gps set up and stuff so i'll know where i'm at too i can walk around and look at that and figure out where i'm at oh dude yeah so i'm pretty pumped on that so i got i'll have the electronics set up and i have the shelter and then an auger and a heater which i could probably you know do without the heater too if the weather stays like it is but right those last two pieces of the puzzle and then boom hopefully find those on like garage sale sites or something like that because well, i'm probably they're... gonna go with a newer electronic or electric auger if i can find a oh, good deal shit. On i one. never even thought about that you could just get an electric one of course they make Dude. electric weed whippers why wouldn't they make electric augers electric augers are relatively new but they're so nice like you don't have to worry about starting it up there's no exhaust there's right. no noise yeah yeah, I'm. They, I'm I mean, you probably have to worry about the battery life in the cold because as an electronics guy, I know that that can be tough. But you have to think. Well, they know what they made, so they better be insulating that motherfucker. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely. I mean, they boast. You know, like the. I think the. The twenty-four volt, strike master. Boasts like being able to cut like 50 holes mm-hmm. the eight inch model on like a single charge so oh, shit. yeah i don't need to cut 50 holes i'm not trying to run around well also because life. you'll have the map so that'll help because if you walk in the map it'll be you should need less holes you should be able to get a little bit more precise just by knowing the lay of the lake right oh yeah having the gps set up is definitely gonna help instead of just walking around but i also heard a trick that if you put a little bit of water on top of the ice you can put your transducer right on the ice and like see what's down there you don't oh. need to drill a hole like the the sonar no can yeah the sonar like can go through, through the, the ice, ice essentially yeah. yeah holy shit dude that's cool i looked up some garmin stuff too earlier but that oh, will dude. be Garmin. We'll, we'll get into oh. a, a different. We're gonna do a whole episode about electronics, and uh, yeah, I I started that. They are on I was another like, level right now, man. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But that, so I don't want to get into that. I want to get back to your ice fishing yeah, yeah. past. Yeah, yeah. We're in the ice fishing current, and I want to hear some of your memories because I honestly that was my first ice fishing memory, and then my next ice fishing memory is the next time me and you went and our tw- man that must have been five maybe almost 10 years ago already we yeah dude when and I'll, I'll send photos so you can put a, put them up on the instagram too i have one photo of me with the the green hornet and a crappie and we just we we caught some crappies we, we went all day and yeah, yeah i mean I, that was seriously 
20 years in between probably i would bet there was probably 20 years in between my memories of ice fishing now right i've definitely been on the ice but those are the only two times i can really recall ice fishing because let's be honest ice fishing is also ice drinking (laughs) right yep definitely i've definitely partied at some ice houses and just not been one of the people fishing oh i've never done that before Hey, just go out and have beers with your buddies. I mean, it's not like a party, I guess. <laughs> it kind of oversold that. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I don't I don't think I could go to a place where fishing is uh, available and not, and not fish. fish. <laughs> I, have, I have to fish. If there's right. a hole drilled, like, yeah, dude, give me a rod. I need to fish. <laughs> but, yeah, like mine too, man. It was so long up until that point where that same thing me and you like that was the first time I ice fished and I think that might have been like the actually the first time like I legitimately ice fished really yeah because I had been out earlier with like my great uncle um Mm -hmm. and they had like tip-ups and stuff and we didn't catch dick and I remember, like, it was super snowy, and I couldn't even see the ice, really. So it just felt like we were standing in an open field, and nothing's mm. happening. Like, we only have mm-hmm. tip-ups, mm-hmm. and we're just standing out in the field. There's no, he didn't have a shelter, nothing. We're just standing around, like, waiting for a flag to pop up, and nothing ever did. So we're just like, <laughs> it was exciting. And I remember cool. my sister was with that time, and mm-hmm. she got freaked the fuck out. Because she's like, I don't get it. Where's the lake? And we're just like, you're standing on it. And she's like, what? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, it's ice. And then she was like, no, 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 we're not. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, at that time, she would have been like, I don't know, six, seven years old. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it totally blows your mind. And that's what I was kind of saying at the beginning of the podcast, too, is like, I want to hear the people who don't live in this area. Like, I want to engage with those guys, those people people who have never done it before because I feel like that is the general consensus of people who don't live in the area, don't get exposed to it. You know, like we're talking right now, we get out on there pretty early. We drive by enough water during the winter that whether you're out there ice fishing or not, you see people out there doing it and it exposes you to the idea of there's trees there's no trees, there's more trees. In between, you know, there's this giant white patch. That's ice. Right. That used to be a lake, and that is a lake, and now it's a solid lake. It's safe to go out on. It's just Mm -hmm. something that gets ingrained in us up here when you've spent all your time in the frozen tundra, your entire life in the frozen tundra. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't blow your mind necessarily, when you're 15 right. or 10 years old because you've seen it for 10 years already. You're like, yeah, there's the right. guys fishing. Yeah, your whole life. And like right now still it's just portables that are out there. But mm-hmm. when it gets later in the year and it gets colder, like there's permanents everywhere. So it's not just like you were saying where it's just like there's trees and then it's open and then there's trees. There's trees and then there's a bunch of like little handmade shacks. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's trees again. You're just like, what's this weird little village? And you're like, oh, those are all ice houses. Yeah. Yes. Pick up 
go grab rent a movie grumpy old men it's a real thing. yeah it's, a real it's like thing. it's a it's basically a documentary <laughs> right i mean they're a little bit more uh vocal i'm sure there are some yeah. areas that are like that where everybody's like talking to each other and stuff but it's not like a bustling city like it is in grumpy old men it's like you go out you go into your house and then you sit there and fish and it, yeah like their their interactions of like they go to the bait shop like it's more like you go to the bait shop you get your six pack you get your bait you go to your ice house crack a beer like that's that's what this podcast is made for right now yeah. this this particular podcast is that version just put this on while you're sitting around in the ice house and you're right. i love the fact that you described them as like handmade shanties because that is how a lot of them are they're just like a pallet oh. that has been turned into uh, I've, I've something with a hole in ones. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like old, a lot of old campers get converted into ice houses. Sure. sure. Yeah. The, I've seen the weird ones that like fit in the bed of a pickup truck. You know, oh, so you have like the, the, the campers that fit. In the yeah. Bed. So yeah, it'll okay. be like skinnier in the middle and then it yeah, like, uh-huh. it's wider on the sides. Yeah. I've seen those out there like not being supported on the sides. Like, like they're just be, sitting on the ice like it would gotta, in the bed of a truck. Yeah. And like <laughs> like you can take those out, but they're supposed to have legs because they're like awkward and tippy without them. <laughs> like you just have too many people sit on one side and your whole shit just tips over. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's probably one person in there that's just like, no, I got this. I know right. I know where to sit. I just stay in the middle. I don't go to the upstairs. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. I, I can't believe that. Like, I mean, I can, I can believe it, but it's just crazy to, to hear you say that, that time where we were in our late twenties where whatever, and we went, we went ice fishing. We, so one of my buddies, we went ice fishing with him. He offered to take us fishing because I had a hunch. Yep. Well, no, I knew that you hadn't been ice fishing much. I, I did not know that that was, was like your first time ice fishing ever. And so we got a couple green hornets out and he got uh, two ice houses. He had two ice houses at the time, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, the yeah, sled yeah. kind, right? Yeah, because I think he had a double one for you guys and then a single one. Like I was by myself. Mm-hmm. We were we mm-hmm. were like right next to each other, but I was Yeah, because you just open room. up the front of them like a tent and you can you're just sitting there. Right. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, yeah, it was like uh I know when we were younger like I've always been very avid angler like ever. I mean, not when I was real little, but like ever since I got a real good grasp on how to fish in the summertime like that's what I do. And I've always been kind of an impatient fisherman. Like I don't like to sit in one spot i like to cover water i like to cast a lot Mm -hmm. um stuff like that Mm -hmm. but as i've gotten older i've definitely like been more accustomed and like okay with doing what it takes to get the fish because i like catching fish more than i like just casting a bunch you know yeah without Mm -hmm. results (laughs) so (laughs) so 
and like now in the winter too, like when we were younger, me and you had like the same hobbies. It gets cold and we snowboard and play video games, mm-hmm. you know, and you can mm-hmm. drink doing both of those. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what, that's what like preoccupied the younger years. And now the only reason I don't go ice fishing is because I don't have the gear here, but sure. my current yeah. job now is kind of allowing me a little leeway and then plus all these stimulus packages and shit it's like well now we have mm-hmm. a little bit of extra cash to throw at you know the fun stuff so yeah yeah fuck yeah dude I'm, I'm excited so hopefully hopefully we get more stories more pictures and shit uh you had that banger at the beginning of the year that you posted right at on new year's eve dude. on instagram and you guys gotta if you're listening to this for the first time somehow, thank you. Welcome. Uh, yes. Follow follow it. Just look us up on Instagram, R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V, and you'll find us. And Tim posted a hammer of a bluegill uh, for biggest, the new year. Like, what a way to ring in the new year. And that yeah. was ice fishing, right? Yep. Biggest gill I've ever caught. Like, if you look at the picture, you can see that we're clearly in an ice house. But I biggest gill summer winter doesn't matter i mean you know we just talked about how i really haven't been isolation that much i have went more in the recent years um but it's only with other people that have had like houses set up or have mm-hmm. invited me to go with them i have rods and reels and lures and stuff but i never i don't have an auger or an ice house or any of that stuff so putting together right those pieces of the puzzle but yeah i went with my brother-in-law and we went on a um somewhat private lake like it doesn't have a uh public access it's just the people that live on that lake have access to it and he knew the guy that lived on that lake and we went out there and like it was a relatively slow day I only caught two fish, but they were both big. And that second one was the biggest bluegill I've ever caught. It was a monster. <laughs> I thought it was Hell a bass yeah, when I saw it through the water. No like, way. Oh, yeah, it was like turned upside down kind of when it was spinning. And all I saw was the white stomach. And I'm like, that's a bass. And then it like comes through the hole and it's like almost the size of the hole. Like <laughs> it's an eight inch hole and it filled up almost the whole thing. Oh my God. I was like, God. God damn i mean like hell yeah dude from from tail from nose to tail i'm sure it was longer than eight feet but i mean like from top to bottom like it eight feet no or eight inches sorry the fish or the hole the hole was eight inches but from the the nose to the tail of the fish i bet was bigger than eight inches too yeah i didn't measure like that but I bet that thing was, I don't know. I think it had to have been about six inches from stomach to dorsal fin. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. it was big, man. Like, was I, because I, I, re, I, I retweeted it because I don't have a, like <laughs> another way of putting that. But yeah, I mean, like you said in the post, it's like, you're 6'2, you're, you're not a small dude. And that thing was like overflowing your hand. It was, it was such a good fish. So, what what has gotten you? I mean, you said you went with your brother in law. Is he the one that's gotten you out a little bit more recently? And is that how you built your tackle? Just because you had an outlet to go, or like yeah. how did you get to that point now? 
Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it was it was him and then a couple of guys that I worked with um, when I was selling cars. Okay. They uh, yeah, uh, Jake and Jeff are their names, and both of those guys, uh, Jake has been fishing forever jeff too but like jake has a super sweet setup man he had like a for the winter uh, yeah yeah he had a pretty big ice uh i can't remember the brand i want to say it's like clam uh i would think Mm. it was blue so but it was a relatively large yeah a relatively large one and then he had you know those like uh kind of foam um like matting that you can put in your house like they kind of like snap together, almost like big puzzle pieces. Oh, yeah, like yeah, for sure. They're the like the floor mats that yeah. you can put in your garage or your kitchen or whatever you yeah. want. But yeah, they right. look, they literally look like puzzle pieces. Yeah, and he had like a bunch of those. He would put those in so you could like walk and not have to worry about slipping around on stuff. So it was like padded, comfortable, and he had a couple of holes that were like pre ready to go. He'd drill them out, like kind of mark them, drill them out. And then he'd have his chairs and he had this dope little box with a like little 32 inch TV like mounted on the inside mm-hmm. of it. He's a, he's a carpenter uh, like by trade, but he was also selling cars like, okay. but he mm-hmm. knows what he's doing. And you would open up the box like the two top pieces would swing underneath and like make a TV stand. And then we'd like watch Netflix while we were fishing and stuff like yeah. It took him like twenty minutes, and we had like a living room setting, and and it was awesome. And I'm like, dude, that's yeah, another dude. thing where I'm just like, God damn, I need to build something like this, and I need to have it <laughs> set up. Like, this is so dope. Yes, and that's yeah. that's also like what I was kind of getting at, like earlier in the po- when we were talking about like the small towns, and like some of these are just pallets with some outdoor carpet on them and four walls put up, but the, the TV is such a huge thing now is like, have the TV, you got to have some form of entertainment out there. And that's why it has become ice drinking just as well, because with these more permanent houses, you do kind of just plop down, drill yeah. some holes and right. go out there and watch Netflix. I mean, right. what else are you going to do? Bring a six pack of beer and fucking fish and hope for right. the best. Right. Yep. <laughs> My brother-in-law has like uh, some portables, and that's what we took out um, when we went and caught that bluegill. But he's also got like a legit ice castle, and that's yeah, that's just like has everything in it. So we just go out paneling walls and everything. Yep, we've been out there, and you know he's got the TV set up in there and stuff. Although I heard that uh, his wife told me just recently that he like it doesn't mount to the wall or whatever. And he didn't do what they were supposed to do properly. And then he took off and then the TV fell and just (laughs) shattered pretty much like, ah, fuck. But yeah, (laughs) I know. So that sucks. But like, I mean, having an ice castle like that is you're, you're literally fishing in a little, you know, trailer home almost. Oh yeah. Most of them have, yeah. Most of them have like, the small but a full kitchen you know you got a stove and everything and mm-hmm. you know they got the generator outside so you fire it up oh another dope thing that they have now is um there's multiple companies that make 
you know, the underwater camera, like an Aquaview, and I think Markham oh, makes sure. one. You know, sure. yeah, so you can look at stuff. Yeah, down it's there. legal to use a camera in the winter time. You can you can plop a live feed video camera into a hole next to your fishing hole and watch your bait essentially or scan for fish. Right. Yep. I mean in Minnesota that's legal. I don't know about anywhere else. Uh, is it illegal to use one in the summertime? I think it is in the summertime. You know what? I'll have to look that up. But yeah, we probably should because I think I've used the camera in the summertime. Like <laughs> not not to try to like like it's not like you're trolling with a with a camera on the front of the boat and just No, like I just like fish all day in spots that I normally fish and I just go, What the fuck? And then grab the camera and just be like, Is there anything even down here? Like Am I missing them because they're not here? And then you'd like lower it down. You see a fish and you're like, no, they're here. What the fuck? And then you just put it back away and keep trying. Yeah, you're not like. I'm not sitting I mean, there like an ice fish. They're only going to bite if they bite, right? We've talked about that many yeah. times. You just and, like, even if you're on the fish, there's right. no guarantee they're going to bite. Yeah, in the ice, you literally have like the cameras in one hole and you're fishing the other hole and the camera's on your jig. And you're just right. waiting to see it bite. And then you set the hook as soon as he eats it. Yeah, That's never what I've used it for. It's just been like, is there a fish down here? Like, what the hell? So, but yeah, if that's illegal. Whoops. Sorry. Uh, but. Statue limitation. Right. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I'm going to fish the same spot I was with or without the camera. But. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but they have attachments now. Um where I'm sure it wasn't that hard to hook up anyways, but I see a lot of people now hook that camera up to their big screen TV. So every, yeah, <laughs> TV that's already in the shanty that they're watching Netflix on, but they're right. just like switched input yep. HDMI to, and yep. then they're watching the aqua view. Yeah. So everybody's <laughs> watching that fish and then it's kind of cool. Like you can see like the family and stuff. Like I saw one where there was a family, like, the the mom and the kids are watching it, oh oh and all of a sudden it eats it no everybody's like yeah fish on so that's crazy yeah I would definitely like to get something like that but that's a long way down the road hey man you got to start somewhere and that's why hopefully we'll uh, get some people on here to talk to about ice fishing and learn a little more and uh, teach a little more and all of that fun stuff but what else do you want to share about your ice fishing past history anything i feel like we're in a good spot to uh, make the transition to part two but i don't want to cut you off yeah no i mean that's really all it is i think i just yeah i mean it really comes down to just like in the past video games and snowboarding were a funner idea than sitting in one spot over a hole. And now I'm like, <laughs> eh, I totally okay with sitting in one spot. Like just mm-hmm. get out there on the ice and stuff. And I know there's some people too, like probably listening that are just like, no, you don't sit in one spot, dude. You drive, you find, you check where you're at and you drill a hole, you catch a fish. And if you don't catch a fish, you move to the next spot. Like I know some people are hardcore, right? Where they're just, hopping holes all day trying to chase like crappies move a lot so even in the winter jesus yeah yeah the schools move so like sometimes you'll have a school come past you'll catch like bam 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 like it gets hot and then it'll go Mm -hmm. away and yeah so some of those guys are out there just chasing 
holes real you can be real active sure on the ice but that's not what i'm trying to do me i think me and you are on the same page like yeah let's find a spot that should be a good spot mm-hmm. drill a hole and fucking crack a beer and hope for the best <laughs> <laughs> right right that that sounds super fun yeah dude especially with like you said the gps and stuff like that like just learning the lay of the lake and like just going with that idea of the but this this is a good good chance here so let's just let's just kick back relax enjoy the day and and do this yep yep sometimes it's too damn cold to keep moving let's just be honest like dude you just want to get inside that house because even fully bundled up you get cold and then that little bit of extra even if you're just pulling one of those sled sheds behind you that is enough to like knock the wind down and you can you can warm up and sometimes that's all you want to do is just get warm and hope for the best right that's another nice thing about when the ice is thick enough to drive your truck out there because you can drive Mm -hmm. like the couple of times that i went with um jake and jeff like they were always when it was thick enough to drive out and they have like the hub shelter style. So we would drive out and we would park the truck where the, like where we knew we wanted to fish, we would park the truck. So we would like, that would be sheltering us from the wind. Oh, right. And nice. me and Jeff went one day when like, it was like 20 below zero in the morning Ooh, and it was like air temperature. Yes. 20 below it's zero. like, yeah, yeah, real temp was 20 below. And it's like this, probably isn't the best idea but it's like we can we can drive the truck out that it'll be warm until we open up the truck and then we can move fast get the hub set up and have the the truck block the little bit of wind and get the heater going and it wasn't that bad yeah so you can make it happen oh yeah it's that cold but yep i definitely wouldn't try to do that when it was like the time of year where you're pulling a portable out there fuck that pulling a sled out <laughs> that's just, too, that's just yeah. too cold for just a, a portable pulling a sled across the yeah, open no, field with wind no thanks we're going back to the early days so i'm gonna pop a video game in <laughs> and i'm gonna get a beer yep. <laughs> do that instead yeah <laughs> uh kick ass man well speaking of video games let's get into part two where we're just going to kind of talk about the Nintendo Switch since you're brand new to it, and I've had one for a little bit. But before we do that, we got to take a break. So let's do it. Off to the break. Welcome back from the break, everybody. This is the Real AF TV podcast, the show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. We are in topic two. We are going to be talking about the Nintendo Switch because, well, I like to think I'm pretty damn good at the Nintendo Switch. In fact, the weekend leading up to this podcast launched is a Splatoon 2 Splatfest, which is where you pick a team and you go against another team and you play each other on the internet for bragging rights. <laughs> <laughs> so you can say I'm better than you at 
this, this thing. Could you explain all kind of game? So can, you, <laughs> can you explain that a little bit more? So I've played the Splatoon with you before. Like I, I know what it is. I know how it works. There's, you know, it's it's paintball mm-hmm. guns. But when you're talking about you choose a team, it's like everybody, like it's every, it's yeah. just kind of a tally deal where it's everyone versus everyone and you just choose a side. Yeah. So like a, a, a week before the event and because that's why it's called Splatfest. So there's an event and so they have a time and it's like it starts at two o'clock um eastern time uh on friday this date which the the day this podcast released it was the previous friday so the 15th so it's like starts on the 15th and it ends on sunday at like 10 p.m eastern time and you you literally walk up to a billboard and you pick a side and this one is it's because Mario's 35th anniversary is this year. So it's okay. uh Super Mushroom and Super Star. So it's the mushroom from Mario and the star from Mario. Yep. And so you pick a side and then every time you go into a game cuz it's always 4v4. That's what Splatoon is. So it's 4v4. You basically have paint guns and you're these little squid kids and you see who can paint the most of the level. But the defensive part is, is when you shoot somebody else with enough paint, they get kicked back to the respawn point. And so okay. it, during this event, it's always like your team versus the other team. So I always stay up and play as much of this in my free time as I can and work for my team. <laughs> so, right. yeah, I'm like literally in the throes of that the weekend before this podcast comes out because I love that shit. I love that game. It's really good. And it doesn't require you to be super good like Call of Duty. <laughs> it's it's pretty easy shooter to get into. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, when you're just trying to paint as much as the area as possible, you know, you're not and then just to... out, And then, yeah, you only have to defend yeah. yourself when somebody comes up. You don't have to go out and you don't always right. have someone hunting your ass. <clears throat> I think I played that at your house, though once and i Mm -hmm. did play call of duty a lot then and i remember like not really kind of getting the grasp of the game where i'm just like yeah i gotta paint everything and then i'd get close to other people and i was the aggressor just shooting the shit out of everybody and we just dominated (laughs) because i i guess most people are just like let's just paint the level and i'm just like i'm gonna kill everyone or not kill them (laughs) but you know, I'm going to paint these fuckers to death. I'm going to paint the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> I'm going to get you so, so red, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I, I've played a lot. I put in tons of hours. You and your wife got m- me and my wife, our fian- my fiance at the time, uh, our Nintendo Switch because yeah. that was my... That was your guys' wedding gift too much, which was yeah, like dude. our long shot. I was like, ah, fuck it. Just put it on there. And then you guys fucking got it for <laughs> us. Ah, shit. Yep. And I couldn't believe that Sarah, my wife, was like, I don't know, the Switch. I mean, like, I don't know what else we want really on our, like, that's sort of the one thing we don't think anybody's going to get us. Right. And we were yep. just like, but no, I mean, the Switch, that's crazy. Like, the knife set's really cool. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. 
And so I'm, yeah, you guys I'm, looked this up, and so yeah. I've been playing it for uh, I got a ton of hours. Usually, right. just follow me at Josh Labaugh on some social medias. You'll see that I post about my video game addiction. Um, but you just got one this year. Yep. Have yep. you opened it? Have you got it hooked up? What's going on? Yeah, dude. Um, so I have been geeking out on Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. And Let's go. I have Let's Go Pikachu because I got my nephew Let's Go Eevee for Christmas. And oh, yeah. they have like Pokemon that you can't get on like one game versus the other. So we can trade mm-hmm. each other down the road. Yeah. I don't know how much it really matters, but I was like, well, if that's an option we want, we'll just do it that way because I don't care. <laughs> they also said that Let's Go Eevee sounds like it could be a little bit easier. I'm not sure why. I think it's probably because the Pokemon that are exclusive to that game are a little bit better than the Pikachu one, but it was fine. I don't care. I was just like, whatever. I'm going to give him Eevee if it's easier because he's younger. And this is definitely going to be his first like big. um, I mean, it's essentially an RPG, you know? It's, oh, it is. Like, if yeah. you listen to people talk about Pokemon, like, people who grew up playing Pokemon, you know, they're in their 30s now, and they're just like, oh, Pokemon is and always was baby's first RPG. It still is now. It yeah. was then. But accessibility doesn't mean it sucks. It's just like, right, really and, dumbed down. Not dumbed yeah. down. That's even the wrong way. It's just right. really no. simple. Yeah, it's simple, and it's awesome. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Like... The the simple concept, I think, is what makes it so cool. You're just catching Pokemon, and then you're going to train them up. And, and there's so many options. Like, you only get to choose to have six on your squad. But you can literally put any one of them that you catch on your squad. You know? It, it's <laughs> yeah, like, right. It's like this endless possibility of, you know, and everybody has their strengths and strengths and weaknesses. You know? There's all these different types and all of them are a strong or weak against something else. You know, fire type is strong against grass type and, and the grass type is strong against water type, which doesn't really right. make sense, but it's like, you know, water is not really, doesn't make sense. Yeah. But like, yeah. But it's like, you had to do that logical. to make the game make sense, you know, where mm-hmm. it kind of makes it. sense. Like water's not going to hurt a plant, you know, cause they're just like, uh, that's how I live. Right. Uh, yeah. I need rain, but you know, it's, uh, and for those of you that don't know, um, cause some people seem to just be like, Oh, you like that little kid's show. That was a video game before it was ever a show or every, a car game. It was a video game first. Yeah. It started as a video game. Sure. I don't know if it was an anime video game launched simultaneously in Japan, but for sure in America. Oh, yeah. I it maybe was a Game Boy game before it was yeah. a TV. No, it was it was definitely a video game before it was a TV show. Oh, I believe you. Yeah, yeah, because the video game came like in original Game Boy days, and I don't think that oh, yeah. the Pokemon show came until we were like, oh, that had to have been like early high school. So like freshman year or so. Yeah, I was going to say like in the 2000s and the video game must have been out in like 97, 98. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, yeah. maybe even earlier, 95. So, 
I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, but, it was pretty early. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but, now that I think about it, it must have been must have been even earlier than. But that. yeah, the the you Sarah has it right. Let's go, Evie, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, and actually, the first mainline Pokemon game to leave uh, the handheld line is on Switch, also. Which even though ha- even though Switch is handheld. Um, you know, that's the reason why it's called the switch is because you can plug it into the dock and put it on your TV as well. But when you unplug it from the dock, it's a handheld, but the first mainline game to, to leave handhelds and go to like Nintendo's main console is sword and shield. So she has both of them. You guys geek out about Pokemon. Oh yeah. All the time. And I, I can't keep up. I only know the, the phone game basically. Right. So yeah, she has, let's go. Um, she did get, Evie, she's got the little ball too, the con- the ball controller. Yes, with her with her edition. Yeah, I don't have that, um, but it's okay because I can kind of be a cheater. Because um, <laughs> I think you could probably do it with the ball controller too. But if I don't know if she's familiar with this, but you can actually do like two player. Oh, you can have a second person running around with you, and they're just like a helper trainer. And really? you can both throw the Pokeball at the Pokemon at the same time, like when you encounter one. Really? Yeah, so you can just take one in each hand and just throw simultaneously, and you get like a catch, like a a little bonus. Really? Yeah, for throwing both of them together. Yep. So so with the Switch, when, it's, when you dock it, you can take off the left and the right side controller and they just for people who don't know, you can take out the left and right side controller and they become yep. independent controllers. So you're exactly. literally using the left hand side and the right hand side. Yep. I'm using when both you're playing. player one and two and, <laughs> and in you're playing player one and player two, just yep. because you popped off the controllers. <laughs> yep. And, yes. and like uh, oh, in this God. game, uh, unlike some of the older Pokemon ones, like, this one's more of what the cell phone game is where you're throwing the ball at the Pokemon to catch it. You don't like in the original Pokemon, Pokemon game. Yeah. You have to fight him. You have to get him down to a level where he's like about to faint. And then you choose to throw the Pokeball at him and that's right. how you catch him or her. Mm-hmm. Some of them are genderless, whatever. Don't come at me with that shit. <laughs> uh, but uh, We're talking about fucking cartoon pocket monsters, right? Yeah, now. pocket monsters, me, bro. bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this one, you actually physically like, if you have the controller off of the, I don't know, I don't even know the terminology. Like when you have the screen just on the little stand, what do you call yeah. that? Like I mean, I call it the console, but it's okay, basically yeah, a tablet you, with controllers stri- right, to the side right, of it, right? Okay, yeah, right, pretty much. So when you have the tablet on the console deal, you use the controller to actually kind of like throw the ball at it. And you can use mm-hmm. both hands to throw the ball, and it gives you like a double bonus. And Damn. Yeah, it's sweet. It's kick-ass. But has she ever linked hers to Pokemon Go on her phone? Yes, yeah. she has. So there's the what is it Metland that is like impossible to get. Yes, in yeah, the you game. So she has that, and also, um, this is the cool thing about the ball is you can put a Pokemon in the ball. So 
you can walk around with it because it's you know how like um you can get those fitness trackers for lack of a better way of putting it that oh yeah basically yeah. say like you've walked 100 yards i'm just gonna link it to your pokemon go even though it's fucking sitting at home but so the ball does that the ball is like a fitness tracker but you put a pokemon in it so when you shake it yeah it will it'll make like say i'm just gonna pick a different one than pikachu and eevee but say you put like a charizard in there and charizard's noise is like Rrr. Yeah. It will make that sound when you shake it. It makes Charizard's noise nice. so that you believe that Charizard's in the ball. And Charizard will sound off when there are Pokemon near and you can press the button and catch the Pokemon. Like, Oh, sweet. It's actually an interactive little toy. But yeah, it's it's really cool. And you have to be linked to make those sort of things happen. But yeah, she has linked it up. Okay. Yeah, because that's like... I got to that point in the game not too long ago. Like you actually have to, you know, pretty good ways in actually. Yeah. You have to progress into the game, which Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit disappointed with how far you end up. I mean, they probably do it. So you're not just like stacked straight out the gate, but Mm -hmm. um, you get to a point in that game where like I traded you, you can transfer Pokemon from your Pokemon Go into this park. Yep. And then you catch them. And I transferred the Pokemon in there. And the Pokemon I already had are so much stronger mm-hmm. than the ones I was able to transfer in. Even though the ones I transferred in were relatively strong in We're stacked Pokemon in the phone, an actual yeah. phone version of Pokemon Go. Yeah. yeah I, she noticed that too because, and I don't know the specifics pokemon so I'm, i won't say that but yeah we noticed that too they kind of like drop in cp i think it is specifically maybe even in level i can't remember all the details but yeah she was like well, well that so, was really stacked in the phone yeah, That's weird. so here's what i think happens um and i think it drops in cp because it the level and the cp seem to differ on the game quite a bit right oh, between the two games you mean yes right? yes yeah. yes the mm-hmm. cp um, so for those of you that don't know, there's the level of the Pokemon and the CP is like the combat points and the higher the CP, the better your Pokemon, the level doesn't really matter too much. The CP is where you're getting those combat points. If they have high combat points, those things are strong. And in the phone game, the Pokemon can only be as high of a level as you are. So mm-hmm. like I'm a level 40. My Pokemon can be a level 40. In the game currently, the most of my Pokemon are like 56, 57. So in, in the Switch in, game. In the Switch game. My Pokemon mm-hmm. are far beyond what they can be on my phone. But the mm-hmm. CP in this game are like not even 3,000. None of them are 3,000 yet. And in the yeah. phone game, I have two or three of them that are over 4,000. Ah. Uh, yeah. And my Pokemon are only level 40. Jeez. So, yeah, so there's the, definitely a disconnect. Yeah, there's, a, yeah, there's a disconnect. As much as they think they're connected, they're not that connected. Right. Well, that's that, because Let's Go is also trying to be the traditional console game too, and the phone game is sort of bending some rules, I guess, in a way. Yeah, the phone game's completely different. It's... 
it, it really started out as just a way to get the 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 AR to catch Pokemon in real yeah. yeah in AR like in the real world and then it turned into like oh my god people are really playing this we got to figure out how to make this an RPG quick let's go right, <laughs> we right. gotta we gotta get yep. on it yep and it kind of <laughs> I became think that's that what happened too yeah and it's still nothing compared to the regular games like I want Sword and Shield so bad yeah that's actually I, where I was gonna go next is yeah. asking are you gonna get sword are you working on it do you think like oh for sure happen. dude like I've been playing this game because it still has the fun part. Uh, Mm -hmm. like battling traders and collecting a gym badge it's just like a regular pokemon game Mm -hmm. except for the way you catch pokemon is throwing the ball and stuff right the excitement about sword and shield and stuff and those kind of games is that you can't see the pokemon like this one's completely different where it's just like pokemon go on the phone where you walk around and you actually see the Pokemon, and then you're like, "Oh shit, I gotta go over there and encounter that Pokemon," and then I get to catch them, or I get to try to catch them. Right. Where the old school Pokemon game, you just walk around in the tall grass. You have no idea. All and then you hope the grass Pokemon pops up. Right. Yep. You're, yeah. just, you're just walking around, and all of a sudden something does pop up, and most of the time it's garbage. You know. <laughs> <laughs> And then yes, every once in a, a while, random, you get a rare a random white engine. <laughs> and yeah. those, that's what that is. And there's just a, a random enemy engine that's so on on Sword and Shield that has kind of taken on the Let's Go effect. You can see Pokemon in the real world on Sword and Shield. Oh, you can. Yeah. I uh, so that's just. I know you can see them. I'm quite certain you can go up to them. Whether or not that engages a battle or not, I I can't remember. I watched Sarah play a lot, but. She also played a lot in handheld because that's how she has always played them. So even though she pulled out the pro controller, like when it's docked, you can get a real video game controller and play. It, it's a real console. Like you can get a video game controller. It looks like an Xbox yeah. controller. It looks like a PlayStation controller. However, your references are. Yeah. Well, they also have, did yours come with the controller? That you oh the, like little um yeah it has the so you can mount the left and the right joy cons the the little controllers yeah, yep yeah. into that middle one so it's like a yeah. controller like I know what you're talking about you can get a secondary yeah and they're called pro controllers because okay. they're like real video game controllers for lack of a better way so I just bought one of those right away because that's why I wanted the switch I wanted to play it on the TV. But yeah, she actually played it mostly handheld, so I didn't get to watch a lot of it because it just felt comforting to her. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it just I'm, felt like I, another DS game, I guess, or like yeah, a better way. I, of doing it. I play it. I play it mostly like handheld too. Yeah, but that's just because, like, when I'm playing that, everybody's doing their own thing. Right. So that way, I can be in the same room where, like, you know, yeah, my wife and me have different taste in television so right. she can watch uh-huh. what she wants to watch and i can play that game and we can still be yeah. together so dude it, it's, it's <laughs> yes. pretty sweet no it is and that's exactly where i wanted to go with this you're making these transitions perfect for me because it is it's the ultimate family guy machine and i don't damn it i shouldn't have said but it is seriously, it's like the ultimate dad machine. It's just like you grab that thing. It's in handheld mode. You can turn it on and off like it's a phone. So, you know, as soon as the kid starts being rambunctious, you're like, 
click the power button. Yeah, take care. Okay, they're sitting down, and then you turn it back on, and you're right back where you left off. It's like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I bet it. I mean, you probably can't do that with like Splatoon and stuff, but no, because it's online. Yeah, you can't just like quit an online match, but still, right? Yeah, no, it's sick. I love that. Yeah, that's totally, totally the same way that I I feel about it. Now, I got a pro tip for you. And I don't know how many games you're going to buy and download and everything like that, but I don't buy physical games unless I'm trying to collect them. Um, that goes mostly for anything, but definitely on the Switch because it's so portable. It almost feels like a phone in in its own way. Um, it's just a it's a tablet turned into a real gaming machine. And so I right, got an right. SD card for it. You can just get any micro SD card and slap it in that thing, and it expands the memory just like that. Yeah, that's what I was wondering because I saw like... Uh they had like officially licensed SD cards that like had Mario's picture on there and they're like Nintendo approved ones. And I'm like, do they have to be Nintendo approved? Like, no. Okay. No, because, okay. So here's the deal is like, there are different classes and all this other shit and nobody manufactures or maybe they manufacture them, but nobody sells a micro SD card with, 120 gigs on it that doesn't fit the standards of a switch they just they don't even sell that because nobody's buying it because probably nobody's manufacturing it you could just grab any old like 128 512 it doesn't matter just grab a big old gig card and put it in there and it just takes over it's beautiful right right and affordable nice good to know because yeah i saw the like officially licensed ones and i'm just like these look like they're too expensive for this. <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee I, that they're because they have the Nintendo logo on them. They're five, ten dollars, whatever more. <laughs> right. And yeah. I mean, is there anything that like is there like any way that it could be where like the games are just more compatible? Like, is there any chance that like possibly like corrupting a data if i bought a different one or no no um they're so they the only difference would be because it's it's as long as you and also just get a sand disc like that's pretty much what sd means is that's the company who invented them um but the 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 only thing that would be the difference between a 30 128 sand disc and a officially licensed Mario logoed 128 gig card would be the fact that Nintendo has actually put it in the Switch and had someone test it for like 40 hours. Well, okay. Okay. That's stupid. No, there's no risk. I don't okay. I did not get one of those. I bought some random one off the internet and right. I've had mine for like three years. I'm good. Nice. Good to know. Yeah. And dude, this is the, to tie it back to like our first part with the ice fishing and how we were talking about the TVs and stuff like that. It's like, dude, the Switch is like the ultimate ice fishing video game system. Mm-hmm. It could literally ride in your pocket. You just yeah. bust it out while you're fishing. <laughs> yeah. And if we have a little table. Okay. So you got two dead sticks, which is uh, what you would call like your bobber rod or whatever. We could just put those in the hole. And then we could put the screen because the screen like stands alone, 
you can yeah, it has put a the kick screen on the back. Yeah, just yeah. Kick it out and put it on a flat surface. Yeah, and then we could each hold a controller and just play, like whatever yeah. you know, Super Smash Bros. Which feel like two player on a little screen like that would be fucking insane. But ultra, ultra chaotic. <laughs> just be in, like we just both of us trying to hyper focus on this little screen. Just have seizures in the middle of the fucking lake. <laughs> just, yeah, god damn it. Oh, shit. Both of us shaking on the ice. Like, hey, which which guy are you? I, I can't fucking tell, dude. I, I don't know. Oh, shit. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I, I have, I have a, a list of games that I could send you. <clears throat> that I would recommend, yeah, but good, yes, because I need to know. Like, I tried to look at, like, list the best games, and I'm looking through them, and they're giving me like, gar, like I shouldn't say garbage. I'm sure they're probably pretty good, but they're giving me, you know, they're just like, yeah, this thing, and it's some, like, download only game I've never heard of, where it's probably okay. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just like, I want Nintendo games, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They have I, Nintendo I get these download only games on most systems. I've had mm-hmm. a PlayStation forever. Like, right. I want Nintendo games. That's why I bought the Nintendo. Right. Yeah. No, for real. And and they haven't. Oh, my God. They have Nintendo games. Actually, you had experience with the Wii U and pretty much everything on the Wii U has been ported over to the Switch now and is okay. better in some way so that's the first place to start is if you ever had any wii u experience which probably nobody listening has just you (laughs) 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 is is every basically every game that was on the wii u has been ported to switch so if you had a wii u game that you were like dude that thing was dope just go get it it's probably on the switch store um but they just so it's mario's 35th anniversary like i said at the beginning of this topic that there's the Splatoon 35th anniversary thing going yeah, on right yeah. now. Yep. And to tip in their hat to Mario, they released Mario 3D All Stars. So I don't, you had a Super Nintendo, right? You were a Super Nintendo kid? Yes. Yep. That was the uh, second system I had. I started with the regular Nintendo. Then- okay. Yeah. And you remember, you remember Mario All Stars? Yes, dude. I still have it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. You do. So, so now. They released 3D All Stars, so the mainline Mario 3D games: Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario, Mario Galaxy. Is on there? All three of those games are in one game for sixty dollars, dude. Nice. They're Galaxy. all remastered. Galaxy's the one with the hat. No, that's Odyssey. That's the that's the that's, native made for Switch Mario okay, game. Okay. Yeah. So I think. Cop that one. It's dope. What it's was, my favorite. What was Galaxy on? Mario Galaxy. Mario Galaxy. Mario Galaxy 2 actually also did come out. Those were on the, the OG Wii. Okay. So I think yeah. I think I have those. I think I have Galaxy. Oh, okay. I, I have Sunshine yep. for the GameCube. Yep. Yeah. And I think I have. I nev- I've never like played through. 64. I've played it at people's houses, but I never had mm-hmm. an N64. Yeah, no, me neither. I bought it on the Wii U and I played it. Try to hop in with other people. They're just like, yeah, I'm playing Mario 64. You're just watching oh. people like run around. And you're like, 
I don't right. know what the fuck is there. Like, I think I got to go over here. And you're like, what do you mean? I don't get this at all. Though you got to play it from the beginning. Yeah, by it was yourself. super hard to watch. I agree. I don't know if it's hard to watch. I think people can watch it now. Like, I think people watch Mario 64 on Twitch because they have nostalgia for it. They know where they are. Yeah, they know where the, yeah, exactly. the person playing is. But back then, when it was your first time seeing it, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, I understand yeah. who Mario is, but why aren't you jumping? And what is... I don't get it, man. I mean, yeah. it was impressively impressive to watch technically um, for anybody yeah. who was impressed by like 3D graphics. I mean, yeah, it was a great 3D jumping around game. 3D oh, yeah, looked, for the time. It looked really, really good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I remember like watching them look around and he was just like trying to like climb up this like like there like from the times that I watched it, there was just no action going on. And I think yeah. that's probably the problem. Like, I know right. that there probably is action. Well, I shouldn't say probably. I know that there is action. Mm -hmm. I just never witnessed it firsthand. That's why I want to play it. Because, yeah, just watching other people, like, it got a bad taste in my mouth right away. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this game is fucking stupid. And that was when you're a kid. Like, you know, you're not reading right. reviews. You're not paying attention to it. Yep. And then you get older and everybody's like, Mario 64 was the shit. And you're like, really? And then I did a little bit of research on it and I'm like, oh no, this sounds like a good game. Like I just have to get my hands on it. Yeah. And I just never got around to getting this N64. So yeah. Well, here's the weird thing is that Mario 3D All-Stars, Nintendo is doing a limited release, even digitally. It goes away in March. Not really? just the physical copies stop getting manufactured. They're pulling it off of the Switch store. They're just going to not yeah. let it be available anymore. I suppose it's just like, uh, God damn it. I was trying to think of the Jay-Z line, but I had a couple of drinks and so now I can't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> just, hey, we made it clear at the beginning of this podcast that this was a sit down in your ice shanty, grab a beer kind of situation. Now we're not in ice shanties, but we grab some beers. So, yeah, I mean, it might as well be an ice shanty. I'm sitting in my basement. Could be. In front of a stool, <laughs> just talking to you. I got nothing in front of me. Like, wouldn't be much different if I'm in an ice house with a hole in front of me. You know? The only difference is you'd be fishing. <laughs> right, exactly. And hopefully catching something. Right, so. right. Oh, shit. All right, man. Well, you know what? Maybe that's one of my deals here with the Switch is I should make a list of like the top five that I think someone's got to have on Switch and I'll post them on, I'll post them on social medias there. So look us up, R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. Remember that, R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. Look us up on all the social medias. You'll find us just by searching that. And we yep. will start, you know, I'll do that actually on, on Twitter. I think I will... I'll just post the like top five switches along with this episode. Top five switch games that I think people got to get. Um, there are some bangers that came out last year that I didn't play. So I'm going to kind of give the the overview of what I think me and Tim would enjoy. So there. How about that? It's a little more personal. Um, yeah. Oh, they also have online now, too. I wanted to touch on that quick. They have online. Like they have um, Nintendo online. It's very affordable. It gets you a bunch of Nintendo games, a bunch of OG Nintendo games. A bunch of Super Nintendo games. Yeah, Shannon was pushing for me to get that because she's like, "We should get that and just play Nintendo games." Yeah, you should. It's cheap as balls, dude. Yeah, it's should. so cheap for what it is. It's so worth it. And right now, again, limited release. There's a Mario Royale 
a Mario Battle Royale. Like OG Mario Battle Royale. It's called Mario 35, and it's where you compete against 35 other people playing Mario. Yeah. So as you go through these levels, you die, you get knocked off, and you're all going for that top spot. So what I... Yeah, it sounds gonna, crazy, right? Yeah, I gotta look into this more. Like you're all on, like, on screen playing at the same time. Yeah, so there's like a big main screen right in the center, yep. and okay. that's just so it looks like you're kind of playing a vertical phone version of original Mario. It's just as wide as the four three original Mario, so you're still seeing all this like from right to left. It's still the same, but now everybody's it's. Switches on a wide screen, so you have all this extra side space. Yeah. So that extra side space that's not that's outside of the four three aspect ratio is yep. the other thirty five players, and they're playing on these tiny little screens. So you could technically watch them. Of course, yeah. you can't. You're playing your game, right? And as you hit the enemies, you can send the enemies over to their version of the game. So like, here comes oh, a Goomba. Do, 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 do. You jump on it, it's dead. Well, you're attacking player number 14. Okay. Goes over to player 14's game. Oh, dang. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. And it's all on a timer, too. So like, everybody starts, and I'm I'm making this up because it's been a little while, but me and Sarah play the shit out of it, dude. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, everybody starts with the normal 128 seconds and it counts down. Right. Okay. If you die, you die. Like that's it. You're out. You hit the enemies. They go over. You like, they go over to whoever you're attacking. The person with the most coins, you get to pick, you can assign it randomly, whatever. So there's the advantage or sorry, the, the reason why you want to kill besides sending them over to somebody else's game and getting them out is they give you seconds. So your 120 seconds is counting down, but then you jump on a Goomba, gives you two seconds. You have a star, you run through a Goomba, it gives you one second. And so there's just like all these little tiny things. And I think it plays great. It's a great game. I'm just so bummed that it's going to go away. And yeah, it's Mario Battle Royale. It's freaking great, dude. And that you get that with the online as well as the like other Nintendo stuff that's not going to go away. Nice. That's super yeah. cool sounding. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, I might have to get that if it's going to go away. Get it and play that while it's still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's super fun. You should. Yeah, well, I gotta. I probably should have said it earlier too, but I gotta apologize for anybody if I sound like stupid, stupid. If I find stupid, stupid, free or free or no, if I <laughs> <laughs> if I sound like super stuffed up and stuff, I keep trying to mute the mic and sneeze and not let people hear it. I am fighting off what seems to be a, a sinus infection. I went and got the COVID test and I'm negative for the COVID. So I don't know what it is, but something in the sinuses is not going right. So I apologize if I sound super stuffed up or if there's been like little popping noises when I keep muting the mic to sneeze. So but hey, it's it's Minnesota. It's winter. Get a cold. You get colds. I mean, hey. you get colds. And this is a weird one. I went and got the COVID test because I was tasting metal and yeah. smelling metal and everything. Yeah. My wife's birthday was recently and I made her a cake and I had straight up vanilla frosting. 
but it's like purple tint. So I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, for a second there, I thought the purple tint was making it smell weird. Pop the top off. I kid you not. I could not smell vanilla. It smelled like I was smelling like a, a jar full of pennies. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like your nose is full of this? blood or something. Yeah. So weird. And I'm smelling this like vanilla frosting that smells just like metal to me. And I'm like, Ugh. oh, my God. and I turned to right. Shannon and I'm like, there's something wrong with this frosting. And she's like, smells like vanilla. I'm like, shut up. And she's like, smells fine to me. I don't smell anything. And I'm like, that smells just like metal. What the fuck? Dude? Yeah, I don't know. But it's that's not so weird. weird though. <laughs> hey, yeah, I. Yep, that's good. You and got your test and hey, yep. Checked out. Yep. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll just end on that note. Good. You don't yep. have COVID right now. <laughs> you don't no. have COVID at the time of the testing. Just a little stuffy, so sorry. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you sound fine, dude. So hopefully everybody else does. Let's wrap this shit up, and I'll be posting some video game stuff over on Twitter. I'm going to get some pictures of our ice fishing stuff. I'm gonna yes. hopefully at least get one picture of <laughs> of uh ice fishing that I think I could find on Instagram. We're also on Facebook. So if you look up R E E L A F T V, Real A F T V on any of those platforms, just look us up. We're gonna be there. Or if you go to realaf.tv, you will find the links to all our social medias. Please engage with us. And you know what? Our Canuck listeners, what up, Canada? Uh, you probably are going to laugh at us just going like snowplows on the ice. That's crazy. You're probably like, yeah, you ever seen ice road truckers? We drive fucking full loaded semis over that shit. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got some of their areas are definitely colder than us, faster than us, and it uh, it gets thick. 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 Yep. <laughs> I was I was gonna say that definitely checking out our website is the best way to find us because I know like the Instagram page is like the same thing like real is it I can't even remember is it real dot aftv no, it's it real, real I think real underscore because Instagram doesn't allow for the dots which we tried to get everywhere and yeah and we tried to do it with no underscore but some boner out there has the name and not doing anything with it like the, <laughs> it, it exists but there's nothing there so yeah so i think we tried our best to go down the real dot af tv everywhere because the web address is real af dot tv that's what i meant yeah i called him a boner but since we were talking about the canadians uh in case you're not familiar a boner is just a weird name I threw out, but you guys you would call him a hoser. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <A> hoser? <laughs>